Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Hello and welcome to the Carrie Faith On Purpose podcast. I am excited and honored to have Samantha Gordon here with us today. She is a self-help author, a yogi, and communications expert. She has worked as a communications executive and hosted her own show with topics and personal transformation, zen, and wellness. As a Zen master, she has practiced yoga for 17 years and teaches yoga meditation and self-empowerment. I love that. Now she has been found on the hot and new Amazon bestseller list with her book, How to Be Zen in a Crisis. With no further ado, Samantha, say hello to the audience. Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast and for reaching out. It is such an honor to have you since you are a busy entrepreneur woman out there changing the world. And what better time in history to put your gifts to heal more people. I mean, when I was saying Zen and crisis and how we can just be at peace in the moment, this is needed more than ever and especially moving forward i know before we pushed the record button we were talking about how we get lost in the virtual world because we're all in a virtual world and funny story before i actually got on the zoom call because we're doing this via zoom i actually like crashed a different zoom link i think I forgot to tell you that <laughs> just right. super like honest I crashed another zoom link uh meeting super embarrassed have you ever done that that's hilarious no I haven't done that but it sounds like a wild ride it's the whole idea that we're like completely just in this world that we've never had to navigate so your book is a necessity right here right now so tell me a little bit um, why you wrote the book and where or how you got into being a yogi and a communications expert. So those are all huge questions. So I'll start with why I wrote my book. 
Um, so actually, I know it sounds super timely as though I'm some sort of psychic that wrote this book before the pandemic happened, but I actually had another crisis happen to me prior to the pandemic. So I wrote out my chapter outlines before, you know, COVID was even mentioned and it just so happened to coincide with the pandemic. And I finished my book in two months uh, at super speed because the pandemic hit and I knew that so many people were begging just to have some sort of solace and some reprieve from the stress that they were enduring in their day-to-day lives. So I really put my heart and soul into writing and editing this book, How to Be Zen in a Crisis, just simply by virtue of how many people reached out to me during the pandemic. Because I had these chapter outlines just sitting on my hard drive for, I think it was around a year before the pandemic hit. And I just (laughs) really just heard the calls from everyone around me saying, please put this out there. So that's how it really came into fruition. I think that timing just happens at the right moment. Like I said before that everyone comes into our life at the right time and the messages and the things that we do, it's all there for a reason, something that we don't even have control over. I can relate to the sense of you wrote a book and it's like perfect timing for the book. I wrote a book the end of last year called Pillars to Positivity. And my business was very focused on, you know, being the positive light and everything. And then it launched right at the beginning of the pandemic. And everyone's like, oh, people need this. Well, people needed it before even. It's just that we had a catalyst of a change that actually opened up more opportunities for people like yourself, who are a yogi of 17 years, to share what you have with the world. So how did you get in, involved in becoming a yoga, a yogi, a Zen master before you wrote the book? Right. So I actually started as a kid and I was living in a province of Canada that is well-renowned for its beef, beef farming. <laughs> so definitely not the epicenter of yoga culture. There was no one that I knew doing yoga. However, I happened to see this VHS tape just sitting in the grocery store one day as a kid. I was grocery shopping with my mother and something about it just struck me. I was always someone who is very active and athletic. You know, I ran track in high school. Um, But something about yoga on this VHS tape just drew me in. I brought the tape home and it became just a part of my life in a huge way. And for many years, I literally did it by myself because it just was not a thing in my area or really in anywhere in Canada at that time. And as it grew, of course, more people caught on because it's such a lovely way to decompress, to connect to your inner self and also just be healthy. So yeah, I'm so excited to have found it in such a weird way and have it be such a huge part of my life. And from there, I think the first yoga commercial I did was back in 
2011, something like that. And I became a yoga teacher. I got my certification and yeah, I've just, it's been a huge part of my life and really transformed the way that I look at the world and caused me to be a much more resilient person. So I can relate to the sense of finding yoga like 20 years ago and not it, it being very, what a lack of a better word, like esoteric. Yes. Not everyone was doing yoga when I started actually even more than 20 years ago. It was like in the late 1990s. And I started practicing it and kind of just got off the bandwagon and then kind of back on and off and on and off. But I see how much it really helps like the alignment of not just my body, because that's typically why people do yoga, but it's that whole, it's, it's like soul care. It's, it's so much more than the body. It really is taking care of your mind and the spirit, I believe. And so do you tie meditation into your yoga practice? How did you become a communications expert and how do you share those gifts with the world? So I first got my degree in communications. So I studied every aspect of communications from public relations, corporate communications, uh, marketing, um, any sort of effective writing or creative writing is all part of communications. And then, of course, just the sociology aspect of mass communications and mass media. So it's a huge range of communications. Like when people hear that I working in corporate communications are like, what does that mean? Does it mean this? Does it mean this? Does it mean this? It's like, yes, it means all of the above times a thousand. <laughs> so yeah, it started with my degree. I actually began as a journalist. So on the other side of the media and from there I transitioned into corporate. So doing all of the corporate branding, managing uh, communication strategies. And then I got my TV show doing uh, wellness and Zen. So that's really been my trajectory. Do you still have a TV show or? No. So that company was bought out, uh, but I am getting more back into the media just by virtue of all of my media appearances and going on podcasts. So I might have something in the works soon. We'll see. But it would be just me doing it myself. Um, Whereas before it was, of course, my job. Yes. Right. So I look forward to seeing you on an upcoming TV um, platform. And I'm sure that you do provide a lot of that of your videos and inspiration through your Instagram, which we'll share with the audience um, at the end of this episode. So tell me a little bit about how we as, you know, listeners as humanity can use adversity to our biggest advantage. Right. So that's really the premise of my book, How to Be Zen in a Crisis. It's all about utilizing your period of adversity to make you better and make your life better. Because a lot of the times the crisis hits and all we see is gloom and doom. And for a period, you may have been in denial, you may be focusing on the wrong things and just going into 
a state of panic. And it's all about just finding your resilience and realizing that all of the energy that you have now, whether it's fear, anxiety, all of these negative emotions, you can easily, with the tools that I've written about in my book, transform those feelings into a positive light. And really, it's all just about transforming and using the pandemic, for instance, or whatever crisis you're going through in addition to the pandemic, as a catalyst for just being a better person and living a better life. So that's really all it is about. And using meditation is a great way to center yourself and really understand what's going on beneath the surface. Because like you said earlier in the podcast, a lot of people have these issues well before the pandemic hits. And it's just now that they're coming to the surface because you're forced to really recognize what's been going on for probably quite a while, but it just hadn't come to the surface. Yeah, that's really true. It's something that's been heavy on my mind recently as I feel a lot of energy shifting and the seasons have changed and not just with the pandemic, but just with, you know, the new normal really settling in. And I want to encourage our listeners and everyone that don't wait like for a crisis to hit too. Even if you feel like you're okay right now, everything's going fine. It's like still pick up this book, start meditating, start, um, you know, your yoga practice, start doing some self-care, stress management, self-improvement, because I know I've, ex- I've shared a lot about my experiences with depression and my depression was a type that wasn't just situational. It's really actually like um, chemical. And so it comes like every season, every year things kind of, I feel more um, weighted, but it's kind of a gift because it allows me to already have all the, all the tools that when things like the pandemic happened, I was like, okay, just pulling out my toolbox and I found more peace and calm and have actually completely eliminated, eliminated my anxiety because of this pandemic, which is crazy to say. So just don't wait like to practice, just choose one thing, read one book. Even if you're like, I'm not in a crisis, read the book anyhow. Right. Even if you're, I not, think everyone's in a crisis. <laughs> I right? think one way or another, that's just yes. depression. You know, yeah. later, everyone's going to have a moment of being depressed or experiencing depression. And I think that's really where, what I wanted to, where I wanted to go with that is that it doesn't matter if you're not depressed now, sooner or later, something's going to happen. You know, you're going to experience tragedy or death of a loved one. So the more we can do now, the better we'll be prepared in the future. That's basically kind of what I wanted to go to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a crisis will happen to everyone at every stage um, or any stage rather. Um, So you just have to be prepared and understand that you haven't done anything wrong and it's not you know your negative karma that's coming back to bite you it's no that's just part of the human experience and you know if you're it might have happened very young you might have had a parent die very young 
um, or, you know, there's, there's a pandemic, there's a lot of things happening with race right now. So there's a lot of hap- there's a lot happening in the world and it's just a matter of how we can best deal with it and have our head back on straight and make the best decisions for our life going forward. I agree. I mean, the things that are happening in our external world right now necessarily might not even be directly affecting us, but it triggers old old pain or old uh, patterns or old trauma that it's like we thought we were healed from it and then it comes back. Like, I remember when we were first like, quote, in lockdown and March and April, I was just going for all the chocolate and all the sugar, (laughs) all the things that I had given up. And it was like the old pattern of soothing, self-soothing with came back up again. Right. And I have a chapter in my book all about self-care and talking about, you know, it's okay if you slip up and to have compassion for yourself, because of course, if you're going through a crisis, you are going to want to reach more for the chocolate or for some people it's vaping, for some people it's overspending. They've just been racking up their credit cards um, on Amazon. Um, So it's really just all about redirecting your focus and making sure that your decisions are going to allow you to be a better person once the pandemic is over. So where do you see yourself moving forward with um, sharing this idea of Zen and not just Zen in a crisis, but Zen, you know, in the world, where do you see this going in the next three to five to 10 years in your mission? So, you know, I've always been a person who has a big vision for my life. But I think the important thing that we've all learned during this pandemic is a lot of the time our plans will change and we really have to be receptive to what's happening in the world. So I would say my plan is much more open um, than it was previously because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with the world as it is. And I'm really just staying in the moment and staying receptive to what is going on around. But um, right now I'm very, very busy uh, working on my present book and my book tour. Um, But of course I want to share my message in a bigger way. I would love to go back into the media in some capacity. Of course, I realize the media landscape has shifted a lot since I graduated Um, with my degree in uh, communications and media. So um, yeah, we'll see where the world goes and hopefully we all come out of this pandemic in a better form. Well, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Like the whole idea of planning our future, we realized, you know, we all had such big dreams and aspirations for 2020, yet a lot of it couldn't happen, like the travel perhaps, or those big outlandish weddings that were canceled, unfortunately. It's like, you remind me that we're Zen, we're peace, we're happiness, and joy where they come from. And that's the present. So even though I'm a visionary too, and that's why I always like to ask people, where do you see yourself in the future? But I keep getting signs and reminders. Okay, stay present, stay present. And that's how I eliminated my anxiety in the past six months from being present, because I always say that's where the gift is, right? It is where the gift is for sure. And really all that we have control over 
is in the present moment. So while like yourself, I'm a huge visionary and I have all these big goals. I really try to stay focused on the present and doing everything I can in this moment to take care of my mental health, but also to go towards just step-by-step towards my goals. Because, you know, those dreams far off in the future, we don't know if, you know, we're going to be invaded with aliens or, you know, what kind of crazy thing is going to happen next. So we really just have to put one foot in front of the other and take it one moment at a time, one crisis at a time, one breath at a time, and really connect to what's meaningful and necessary in this moment. And that's really how you get through day-to-day life and a crisis is by being centered and being mindful and taking care of the things that you can control. Such a great reminder. I know I needed that today. I'm sure that our listeners needed that today because even though we know that, you know, the gift is in the present, sometimes it's hard to practice it. And it's just being subconsciously conscious of being present. So I'm so glad that you shared that. And how can our listeners get a hold of you and perhaps connect with you? Yeah, so I'll give you the link to my book on Amazon. Um, my book will be also be available in bookstores shortly as soon as the next shipment comes in, but that's starting in Canada. I'll have to work up to the United States. I'm There's a lot to do, and um, I'm only one person right now. Um, but they can find me on Sambay Zen, which is S-A-M-B-A-E-Z-E-N on all social media platforms. So I'm mostly active on Instagram, but I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, probably won't tweet for the next three years, but you can follow me on there if you so wish. And I also made a TikTok um, for probably your younger listeners. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll have all the ways to get a hold of you in the show notes. And I know that what is in store for you is endless. Um, I can't wait for your book to come into uh, Powell's bookstore here in Portland, Oregon. And I, I foresee a book signing in the future. I, have you been to Powell's bookstore? I haven't, not yet. And that's the thing. I wish I could go do a book tour everywhere physically, um, but I think we'll have to wait until, you know, the situation of the world has improved a bit. Yeah, well, luckily we do live in a virtual world and we can connect at a click of a button and find peace in the present. And thank you for sharing your gifts with the world and our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.